Hi, everyone. Welcome to Careful Tech, Episode 8, Putting the iPhone's Expense in Context. So 10 years ago, I had just started grad school at Duke, and the newly released iPhone, it seemed like an unimaginable extravagance. You have to pay hundreds of dollars up front, and then you still get a recurring bill forever. It seemed to me like the iPhone was a device targeted at the rich or the foolish. But by the time I finished grad school, just three years later, I had bought the iPhone 4. And since then, I've upgraded every two years. iPhone 5, iPhone 6, and last year, iPhone 7. And from here on out, I may start buying a new iPhone every year, starting with the recently announced iPhone 10. How did this happen, this shift? How did I move from the iPhone is a ridiculous expense mindset to I want to buy a new one every year? Well, first, there's the coincidence factor, right? The iPhone happened to rise to prominence just as our careers, my wife's and mine, were getting started. We had scraped by during our grad school days. We worked stints at low-paying administrative jobs to support each other as we studied. And back then, tacking $100 plus onto the monthly budget, that would have been impossible. Paying the rent and affording groceries and putting gas in the tank, those were difficult enough, um, let alone adding this additional expense. But now, a decade later, both of us are working steady jobs and we have more discretionary income to apply to gadget purchases. But even if our financial situation hadn't changed, the iPhone would have been difficult to resist. The device has grown more capable, uh, more usable, and more necessary with each passing year. It replaces a variety of standalone devices that we would have otherwise purchased anyways. Think about cameras. Um, Our iPhones have relegated our old point-and-shoot to the junk drawer, And we almost certainly would have bought a DSLR by now. Next, cameras. Now, our iPhones have relegated our old point-and-shoot to the junk drawer, but we would have needed probably a new one by now if we didn't have the sweet camera on the phone. In fact, we probably would have bought a DSLR by this point so that we could document our daughter's early years. That's part of the reason the iPhone X is so appealing. It's got this dual-lens camera system, Um, And it's kind of hard to capture toddlers' madcap antics without a zoom. So DSLR camera, $1,000 plus, maybe every five years or so, plus the lenses, uh, easily 200 bucks a year. MP3 players, we both had them before we had iPhones. I remember my beloved iRiver IHP120 with the hard drive that you could hear spin up every time that you accessed a song. And then we both had iPod Touches, which became the bridge device to realizing how useful a pocket computer could be. Whatever your MP3 player of choice, you're going to need to spend, what, 250 bucks every three or four years? That figures out to about 166 bucks a year to have an MP3 player for each of us. Next, a dedicated GPS device, 200 bucks every three years, $67 a year, give or take. I'm surprised that there's still a market for these in the age of the age of the iPhone, but people still use them and we would need one 
as we traveled if we didn't have our smartphones. Next, a document scanner. On our phones, we have things like ScanBot, which does a pretty good job at spitting out black and white scans of print documents. But if we didn't have the smartphone, we'd need to buy one. Say every five years, 250 bucks for a decent scanner, that's 50 bucks a year again. I would want a portable voice recorder so I could record things like this podcast. Now, those are cheap, but you'd still need to pay for it. So what, every four years, 80 bucks, that's another 20 bucks a year. The list could go on and on. You might add a mini flashlight or a guitar tuner, depending on what your needs are. Add it all up, and that's over $500 in annual gadget expenses that having an iPhone renders unnecessary for my wife and me. And that's ignoring the new uses that the iPhone offers that standalone gadgets can't match. In particular, think about all the portable computing, all the services you can access on the go with your iPhone. That's invaluable. It's difficult to to state exactly how much it would be, but uh, it's something that would be hard to give up. In other words, when you think about the iPhone X's $1,000 price tag, that number is a little bit deceptive. Yes, it's a lot of money. And no, uh, not everyone can afford it. But to some extent, it's money that you would otherwise be spending buying less flexible devices. And that makes that huge expenditure just a little bit easier to swallow. Thanks very much for listening. That about wraps it up. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast through your favorite podcast client. Share it if you can. Rate it in uh, iTunes or in Apple's podcast app or wherever you find this podcast listed. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, I'm Matt Hogger, H-A-U-G-E-R. You can also subscribe to the Careful Tech podcast Twitter feed. That's at Careful Tech, just like you think it would be spelled. I'd love to hear from you, especially would love to hear your thoughts on this topic or topics you'd like to hear me cover in the future. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.